new crew, NYC, in Brooklyn, still here. All right, all right, all right, all right. Welcome to episode nine of The Crew. We have another big episode for you all today. I'm sure you all watch Monday Night Football in the Chargers beating the Denver Broncos. Right after that, we were able to connect with Drew Tranquil, linebacker from the Chargers. So that is coming up. But we also going to talk to longtime Denver radio host, Darren McKee, to figure out what is going on with Russell Wilson, Nathaniel Hackett, Melvin Gordon not playing for a lot in that game. So we also got to do that. And of course, Clarence Hill from the Star Wars Telegram coming back to talk to Morris about what in the heck happened during a Cowboys-Eagles game. So we are going to get to crew call. Okay, well, guess who we have here? Darren McKee from Denver to talk about those Denver Broncos after I don't know what happened again in Monday Night Football. Joining Morris Chestnut, who we know is going to be bragging. Can't wait to talk to Fred Smoot about it. And Clarence Hill, who is standing by from the Star uh, Telegram. Morris, you got something to say? No, hey, let's let's talk to our guests about what happened last night. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm you know we'll reserve everything for Clarence, but I'm just wondering. Listen, mm. last night was a tough blow. I'm I'm actually, you know, I'm actually rooting for uh, for Russell Wilson. I, I don't understand what's happening. Is he injured? Is he not? What if things aren't in sync? Mm. What's 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 the issue there? Hold on, hold on. we gotta say hello to Fred Poole real quick. Fred, awesome. how, how you doing, Fred? Are you doing okay? Let Morris take over the show like he always do. I'm not mad at it. Let Morris get his shine on. His Eagles are undefeated, so now he's acting about all his bewildered teams like the Commanders and the Broncos want to know what's wrong. I can't tell you what's wrong, but I can tell you what's right. Okay, what's right? What's right? Well, nothing. We'll, we'll nothing. Completely <laughs> nothing. Absolutely. Okay. Nothing. Yeah. Listen. Just, you, know, you know, we ain't got yeah. to tell Fred when to talk. He know when to talk. We just oh, need to okay. be quiet sometimes. Oh, you know? oh, that's what we need to do. Yes. Sometimes, yes, we do. But, Darren, we, we want to run through this quickly because we got a lot to get no, in the no, show. No, 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 no. Let's uh, not. Let's just yeah. have these guys no, talk. No, 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 no. I, I got to hear about the Broncos. I got to hear about them Broncos, unfortunately. Yes, Darren, you know, Darren. Yes, yes, please. What 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 is going on? Can the Broncos fix the Russell Wilson, Nathaniel Hackett error? What is going on? Um, that's a good question for a billionaire because you know the the Broncos have a brand new ownership group um, with the Waltz and Penner group, and the first big decision that group is going to have is to what to do to this mess. A lot of it they inherited. They paid Russell Wilson. They did, but they didn't hire uh, General Manager George Payton, and they didn't hire Nathaniel Hackett. So, you know, we yeah. saw Sir Lewis Hamilton up in the box and we've got Condoleezza Rice and we got all, we got all sorts of rich people and we got Walmart <laughs> that owns the Broncos. So what are you going to do right now? It looks like everything's in the dollar bin, man. I mean, it doesn't look smooth right. at all. Russ, I think Russ does have a shoulder issue and he mm. did have a hamstring in the second half. He did. Yeah. But man, it's been it's been bad, really bad. There's 32nd guys. 32nd in offense in the NFL. 32. And what was really weird is that Wilson started the game 10 for 10, second half 3 for 11 for 15 yards. Denver punted on four of five second half possessions. Uh, Smooth, what are you seeing right there? Uh, see, that got the thing about it. I call that Medusa football. If you keep looking at it, you'll turn to concrete. See, that's what happened <laughs> when I when I watch the Broncos. Like, it's one team that's playing worse than us right now, and it's the Broncos. And when I watch the Broncos, what I see is – what, what Russ does well, they did in the first half. What Russ does, is not doing well is playing in a clean pocket because there's nothing clean about the Broncos' pocket. Do, do we got weapon? Yes, he got weapon. Why not keep him on the move? What I'm seeing is Nathaniel Hackett say, you know what? I'm the brain trust. I got a lot to prove in my first year. Of course, Russ is trying and pressing, trying to prove what he got to prove to say, you know what? I'm worth $250 million. So basically, we're seeing two juggernauts go at it, but one has kind of earned the right to do it. I think when you bring in a Russ at this point in his career, you bring him in to take you to a Super Bowl. So therefore, like Peyton Manning, you let him imprint the offense. You worry about the defense and the special teams and let him uh, craft you a, a championship offense, and that's not what we're seeing. We're seeing two couples fighting over the same thing. They want to be together, but nobody wants to do the right thing for the relationship. Morris, you are the relationship guru. How about you, Taylor? <laughs> well, listen, honestly, here's what here's what I see, and I think that 
I think now we've, we've kind of grown impatient. We saw Peyton Manning go to the Broncos win a championship. We saw mm-hmm. Tom We saw Tom Brady go to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers win a championship. Mm-hmm. What we see now here in Denver, though, we don't just see a new quarterback, but we see a complete new offensive system and a whole new coaching staff. Mm-hmm. Peyton Manning came to an existing coaching staff. Tom Brady mm-hmm. came to an existing coaching staff. The yeah. culture and the staff was already in place. I think we need to give a new coaching staff – and I don't recall, I don't think Nathaniel Hattick's ever been a head coach before, has he? He hasn't, he hasn't. So I think we need to give these guys a little, t- a little mm. time. I think our expectations may be a little bit too high for them right now. Well, hey, you're right, you're right. Mm. We're living in a microwave society. Nobody right. want to wait for what grandma used to cook. Grandma oh, used to no, put no, love no. in that food, and it took three hours to cook it up. And that's what it's right. going to take in, in with the Broncos right now. This will not be a TV dinner. Yeah. Look, this is what right. Shannon Sharp said in this tweet. Uh, twice Russ should have redirected the line and got sacked because he didn't. I don't care what anyone says. Russ isn't the same quarterback. Mm. Is that true, Darren? Well, that's what the conversation here in Denver is. Did we get fleeced? Did we get stolen wow. lemon? Did we get catfish? No, I mean, <laughs> wow. I'm not even lying. Wow. Uh, catfish right. with lemon on it. Catfish with lemon on it. Yeah, go ahead, Morris. No, no, go ahead, no, no, go ahead, Morris. It's so bad right now. Nobody yeah. envisioned the biggest problem would be Russ. And mm. let me tell you this. Russ has everything he wants here, okay? He's got parking spots for his crew. He's got his own personal quarterback coach at practice. He's got an office in the building. Hey, Sierra, first of all, everything Sierra does is awesome, okay? Um, <laughs> but it's just like, holy cow. I mean, are you guys following – the tweets and all the action that's going on too. I mean, there's so much like other stuff happening. And the problem, you got KJ Wright. KJ Wright just Mm. said he's a teammate of Russ's for 10 years. And said in 10 years, he couldn't find a connection with Russ and his teammates. Man, Mm. I mean, it's just not good. Marshawn Mm. actually stuck up for him, which is good for Marshawn, man. He was worried Mm. about Russ's mental health. Marshawn Lynch was worried about <laughs> Russ's mental health. <laughs> well, yeah. listen, and then it was really curious, and we're going to uh, you know, bring in Clarence here right in a second. But l- just lastly, Melvin yes. Gordon also oh. you know, didn't play much. Uh, it felt like he was benched uh, later in the game, only three carries for eight rushing yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, Latavius Murray got more uh, shine during the game. Uh, really quickly, and, go ahead, Morris. Mm-hmm. No, no, I think, and I think, I think it, it is fair to question, you know, if they got catfished or not, because you see, mm-hmm. uh, Geno Smith, you see Geno Smith stepping in in Seattle, and he, I think he's putting up comparable numbers and probably even better than what Russ better did numbers. last year. Oh. And Russ and Russ has been in the same. Russ was in that same system, so you know, I think it is fair. I, I would like to give it a little more time, give it some more time, but I do think it's fair to question. No, no, no. listen, listen. As an ex-player in this league, my expertise. Uh-huh. My expertise is finding out who is diagnosed with third-degree fat rats disease. You ask me what is fat rats disease? Fat rats disease is when you get paid in the NFL, and now what is what is 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 the fire burning for you to play for? Is it just to win, or is it that you got paid and you made it to the mountainside? We okay. we just went through there with Dollar Bill Jackson, Will Jackson the third. We we had to not even dress this guy to pay him forty million dollars. He had fourth-degree fat rats disease and that and that contingency kills so you have to ask yourself with Melvin Gordon is he running hard or is he not running hard because he is complacent right now well really quickly uh, Mel go ahead go ahead uh, I'm just that. saying it's bad with Melvin and they they really should move on from him in all honesty they, they shouldn't have brought him back um they had Javante Williams who's I mean hey UNC there Josina you yes. got a real one right yes. there in, uh, yes. in uh, Javante Williams but he got hurt, unfortunately, terrible yeah. ACL injury. And we so, but Melvin's just so unhappy, dissatisfied, and frankly, fumbles a lot. He really does. So mm-hmm. it's probably best for everybody if they simply just move on. Yeah, well, Gordon's uh, yards per carry, 4.8, 4.7 in the first two weeks, and then it dropped to 2.2, 2.7 in week three, week four, and then Latavius Murray had 15 carries for 66 in week six, and then they had what they had last night. As you mentioned, uh, Melvin Gordon, four fumbles, two of them lost so far in the season. We'll see what happens to him. Darren McKee, thank you for coming on. We appreciate, appreciate you, talking. Darren. Thanks for coming on the show. Oh, it was great, Go brother. Commanders. Thank you. Go, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's the man. Hey, Daniel Snyder. Hey, Daniel Snyder. That guy's got it locked down. Let's get it started. This man know what he's talking about. Oh, Lord. I appreciate you, Darren. Thanks for popping on, okay? 
Hey, so really quickly, we have uh, Drew uh, Tranquil standing by in the locker room from last night. We're going to bring him in to give us the Chargers side of Monday Night Football. All right, next up in the crew crib, we got Chargers linebacker Drew Tranquil fresh in the locker room off that victory in prime time last night against the Denver Broncos, 19-16. What's up, Drew? Crew, the crew. The crew, I know, you see, we're doing it at night, so Morris Chestnut and Fred Smoot and T.O., they're not here because they normally hear at 10.30 in the morning. But yeah. we're doing it tonight, you know, just to make sure we get it because I know you're on the West Coast, you know, and all that yeah. Let me know how you feel like you got that going over the Denver Broncos. Hey, total team win. Uh, electric the Bull fam showed out. Man, I'm so happy to be in the crew right now. Come on, it's lit. <laughs> Good vibes all around. We got the dub and just couldn't be happier for our organization. I mean, tell me how you guys were able to get into the defensive tone because you could see Russell Wilson and them came out to try to make sure they got off to a better start after all of that, you know, criticism and slack that Russell Wilson had absorbed on social media. So first tell me what you noticed about that tempo initially and then how you guys changed it around. Well, Russell Wilson has a ton of resiliency. He's an incredible football player. He's one of the best players in the National Football League. Came out hot, started out 10 for 10, and really we couldn't get anything going defensively. They were moving the ball on us, an ugly two-minute end of half for us where they got a field goal there at the end of the half. Uh, but we made some adjustments, came together, and played a total team defensive effort there in the second half and got the job done. And what was the adjustment? Because you guys ended up with four sacks on Wilson. Man, we had some great pressures up this week. Uh, coaches did a great job of putting those together in the plan. And I think we did a good job, Josina, on first and second down, getting in those third and long situations where we could call some of those pressures. Um, and we were able to get home on, on Russ tonight and, and get him down on the ground four times. Now, you've seen Russell play all those years in Seattle. Obviously, you know, he's acclimating to a new offense and team. How does he look like to you as a quarterback now compared to what people are used to seeing of him as a quarterback who went to the Super Bowl twice? Well, I mean, when, whenever you're in a new system and you're in a new organization, change is not easy. Change is hard, and it takes time. We had a new defensive coordinator last year, new head coach, and Coach Staley, um, and we didn't play our best defense last year. And you can see us getting better and better and better. And so I think with time, you're going to see him continue to be more efficient. I thought he did a great job tonight. He was efficient, did everything they asked of him, um, extended plays, um, and, you know, didn't turn the ball over. And, and that's all you can kind of ask. Um, I think he's going to continue to get better, and, and uh, it'll be a battle there at the end of the year when we see him again. Now, where do you get your energy from? Because I saw after you got, I think it was your second sack, you were going to the crowd, you were hamming it up. So where does that come from? I was just trying to bring the juice, man. Our Bolt fan was giving it to us all night, and I was pouring everything out You know, I had in the tank there at the end of the fourth quarter. Was able to make a play and get the ball back to Justin and those guys. Um, and it's just exciting. I love being a part of this organization. I love being a part of this team. Um, and we just have a special group of guys. I feel like, Drew, they should have a juice stat. You see what I'm saying? Like, that should be an official stat because then you can see which guys and quantify who's bringing the energy. You know what I'm saying? Because that's a factor, right? Come on, we need a juice meter. We need a Give juice us a meter. juice meter. That's right. That's right. And then tell me how you're also feeding off of Khalil Mack, particularly with Bosa out. Obviously, he was also able to get a sack, I believe. Uh, he also had a tackle for loss, especially with the, you know, acclimation and transition with Bosa out yeah. right mm -hmm. I mean, Khalil gets a lot of attention with Joey Bosa going out. Uh, Joey's obviously one of the premier pass rushers in the NFL. So whenever a guy like that goes down and you've got another one, you kind of got a tandem, that other guy gets a lot of attention. And so Khalil's taking on two, three guys, getting chipped, and he still finds ways to get home for us. Had a big fourth down stop, you know, last week versus the Texans. And then this week comes around, gets a sack, plays good on the edge for us, sets the edge in the run game. Uh, and you just can't say enough about his leadership. Um, I think, uh, you know, Friday night, he took us all out for a team defensive dinner to a nice oh. steakhouse, Masters oh. Ocean Club. And so oh. he just he does everything right on and off the field. Um, and we, we love having him as a part of our team. And how much was that bill? Come on, Josina. I don't know. But I said, <laughs> I said, is it north or south of 10K? She said, what? North. North of 10K. <laughs> I mean, we had lobster claws, we had steak, we had all the apps. It was nice. 
Okay, okay. Yeah. And speaking of Khalil Mack, I think he did like a promotional video for The Rock movie, Black Adam. What do you think about uh, Khalil Mack potentially being a, a Hollywood actor like uh, The Rock there? I mean, he looks like The Rock. He's rocked up, that's for sure. Uh, we'll see his acting skills. Uh, we'll see him come to life. I did not know about that. I'm going to have to go look that up. See? See? Exactly. <laughs> and just a few more here. Obviously, in the AFC West, I want you to talk about what opportunities you think you have in the division, particularly after you see Buffalo come into uh, Kansas City and, and get that win over the team. Man, what a good game that was. Buffalo and Kansas City both are really good teams. We're coming for the AFC West, Josina. Mm. It's our time. We want it. Uh, we're hungry. we got a great group of guys. Um, and there's a lot of tough competition. You see Las Vegas. Uh, they're bouncing back. Denver's a great team. And Kansas City has been a great team for a long time. So there's going to be a lot, of, a lot of good battles here down the road. But we're hungry. And we want it. And I see your defensive coordinator is a 10-year player in the league, Ronaldo Hill, a little bit of how a former player is also kind of giving you all that juice. You see it in San Francisco, D'Amico Ryans and guys like that. You know what I'm saying? Do you feel a little bit of that player familiarity off your, your two-year defensive coordinator there? He's fantastic. Ronaldo mm -hmm. does a great job, uh, brings the juice throughout the week for us, uh, gave us a nice pregame message. Oh, what was uh, it? What was it? What was it? Today in the hotel, man, he, he said – Guys, we just got to keep it simple. We got to play total team defense. Mm. And that's exactly what you saw in the second half. Uh, so whenever you have a guy like Nadi uh, bringing us together, being glue, um, and a guy who has played and a guy who has experience and, and, and can talk to guys in a manner um, and connect with us in a way that maybe other coaches can't, uh, you know, he's a special guy we have in our organization. Uh, last question. You guys got the Seahawks up next. Geno Smith has been playing a lot better than lights maybe people foresaw. You know, especially with all the talk potentially about Baker going to Seattle. Obviously, Russell is you know going over to Denver. That's the quarterback you just played. Tell me about your thoughts about the Geno Smith look uh, Seahawks. Well, Geno Smith is playing great football. I can tell you that much. Um, I think as a competitor, you 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 can kind of see who's a competitor uh, mm. when times get tough. You know, and when people start talking and people start questioning your ability to get the job done, uh, we see that in the offseason. And Geno's, you know, come in and through six games has played incredible football for him. Um, so Seattle's going to be a good football team. It's going to be a good test for our football team. And I, I couldn't be more excited to see him on Sunday. Well, that would be a big win for you guys to get, you know, to move to five and two before the bye. So congratulations tonight. A big win in prime time over the Denver Broncos. We lit with Drew. I'm going to call you GQ Goatee from now on. Is that okay? <laughs> That's cool with me. It's okay. always lit in the crew, man. It's always lit in the crew. Sometime. Hey, listen, before you go, tell everybody what your name is and the fact that you are watching the crew. Here you go. What's up, everybody? Drew Tranquil, linebacker with the Los Angeles Chargers, and you're watching the crew. All right. We appreciate it. You're doing it from the locker room. You take care of yourself and congratulations, okay? All right. We'll see you guys. All right. Enjoy. Thank you. Bye. Right, bye. <laughs> of course, you know, we know that Morris Chestnut has been chomping at the bit to welcome in our next guest, Clarence Hill from the Star oh, Telegram. Oh, showed up. Hey, Clarence. Okay. Morris, Morris, what do you want to say? Go on. I, so, no, I want to hear what Clarence has to say, and I'll take it from there. First of all, let, let me ask you this. I do have – so what was that stat you said the Eagles were 17th in? You said listen, the Eagles were – no, listen, I'm, I'm serious. Oh, it was defense. It was defense. It was defense. Yeah. Listen, listen, I, listen, listen, Linda, listen. Uh, <laughs> the Eagles did what they were supposed to do. The pressure was on the Eagles. They had to win this game with, with, uh, okay. with Cooper Rush as the backup quarterback. Okay. I was at the game. He showed, got quiet when it was 2017. Boy, that stands, boy. They, booties what? got tight at the link. Man. Booties got so, tight at the so, link. They, so, okay. they got tight at the link with that backup quarterback. Brought him, I mean, no. the backup quarterback brought him back. They no, you Clarence, no, 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 don't go with me now. Listen, before here, before that, Clarence. I was there. Hey, was Clarence, tight, Clarence. Before now, all you told me about was that ultimate toupee, which is Cooper Rush. It ain't nothing but a replacement, <laughs> I, it, 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 a fill-in for the real thing. You right. told me that Cooper Rush was playing at an all-time level, and all right. I seen out there right. was, hey, hey all never... I seen out there was, hey, average quarterback doing average things. I seen above That's average defense. 
making plays, and I seen a run game that got slaughtered by one Philadelphia Eagles. And, and at the end of the day, did I not tell you big play Slay and Bradbury? Big play Slay. I, 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 I told you from the door that they are prison wardens, and everybody in a Dallas uniform was incarcerated for six, like, <laughs> six years to life. Uh, how you yeah. respond to that, Clarence? How you, how do you respond? I have nothing to say, but I mean, I just want to look, okay. at, look, look at what really happened. I mean, I what, mean what really happened? Turn, what really happened? I want to let you tell game. me what happened. But, but, tell but, me what but, happened. But, but, but Smooth's statement that the running game was locked up, Zeke had 13 carries for 81 yards. I'm just saying the Cowboys made some plays. They moved the ball. The running game got going in the second half. That's what got them back in the game. I mean, <laughs> Cooper Rush was awful. He passed for 181 yards. Jalen Hurts passed for 155. I mean, let's okay. Just, so let's say, let's. I mean, okay, this let's, was let's, not the blowout you you you're, you're acting like it was in the. Oh no 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 no! It was a it was a it was physical. A it was physically dominant. Oh, I, the, the Eagles then took the pet off the mat on everybody all year long. They physically imposed their will. I can throw when I want to throw. I can run when I want to run. And all you got to do is sit back and take it. And you gonna tell me, oh oh, at least we played with them. Shut your mouth, Clarence Hill. Don't you ever do that. Not on this show. Don't you come on here looking for no sympathy. Yeah, because y'all yeah. put up a couple points. Exactly. Now let me get clear. Now I want to know what was that stat you were quoting? You said the Eagles were 17 because I couldn't find it. We were 17th in what on defense? Uh, uh, nothing in, in hot dog sales. In hot dog sales. Okay, he went back. So let, okay. I'm not even going to do this. I'm, I'm going to okay. say this. And you shouldn't. And you shouldn't. But let I'm me not, say. I'm not going to do this. And you, and you shouldn't. Yeah, and you here's the thing. I'm going to let you go. Here, here, here's the thing about it. All the Cowboys. So at first. You know, all the Cowboy fans were talking about, oh, Cooper Rush. They had their chest stuck out. They talked about they're going to come into Philly and do this and do that. Now, after the game, well, we had a backup quarterback. Y'all didn't say that against the, the Rams, Cincinnati, nobody else. Y'all just stuck your chest out, and y'all were talking about Cooper Rush. And then, oh, we got this defense and that defense and this defense. Where was your defense on Monday night or Sunday night? Where was your defense? Our defense had one bad drive, but they um one bad drive. Hey, hey, it don't take but one punch no, to no, knock no, you out. Hold, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. What do you mean one bad drive? Where was the great defense? After I mean, first of all, with the, the decisions the the offense made, putting them in short fields with with three turnovers and a horrible decision to go for it on fourth and one. Clarence, they Clarence. were back to the bad okay, drive you, you ever... when it was twenty seventeen. After they got the Eagles off the field twice in the second half, twenty seventeen, they gave up the drive. That's their bad drive. So you look okay, at the rest so, of the game. So, okay, that was on the offense and the turnover. That wasn't on the defense. Okay, so let me ask you this. Hold on, hold on. Is, is, are you? Do you think that Dallas has an elite defense, Clarence? I mean, you can't be elite unless you shut them down. Like you know, you, that's what I, I'm talking about. You can't so be although, elite. Although, although they didn't prove it. Right. Although it. we had short fields, we got touchdowns instead of field goals. Great defenses hold people, hold offenses if they get the ball in good field position to field goals. And when the Eagles needed to win, like Fred said, nobody – I guess you haven't seen the, the Eagles play the whole year. The whole year, every single game except for Washington, against Detroit, against the Rams, against Jacksonville, everybody came back on the Eagles. We got out to – against the Vikings, we got out to a big lead, and then we relinquished that lead. And when we need it, we go get it. So and that's going, what was it. That's what going, the 11 play on, drive was. You're living on borrowed time. Your, I'm your, time. Your, your, sec, your second half struggles are going to bite you. I agree. Uh, I agree they're, with they're, that. They're, they're going to bite that. you. I mean, that's just a fact. Let's talk about I the game. I agree with that. Okay. Season, teams get adjusted because there's a there's a something about the Eagles' offense that's different because it's like a college offense, and and teams have to get adjusted to the spread. They don't. Most teams aren't used to the college spread. Again. Right. There's a difference between September football, October football, November football, and December football. Wow. Let's see. Let's see if this is sustainable. You know what? That's a legitimate question now. And I'm and I'm dead serious when I say that. You said there's a difference between what? No, Se September, September, October, October November, and November, November, December. December. Yeah. And, and let me tell, and let me tell you this. If anybody would know, it would be you. Because y'all had great breakers <laughs> and you get bounced in the first round of the playoff. So I'm listening to you on that. Hey, you know what, Mark? <laughs> hey, hey, I you up for that. Hey, hey Mark, I feel good. I feel good to watch y'all bicker back and forth. And I got to say, Mark, don't nobody wear that bacon neck t shirt like you and Michael Jordan. I, I, by the way, you that, hey, that's just hey, what it is. 
Hey man, we hey, we can't we can't all afford the little the the the, the, the uh the, what the uh what you got Gucci you got the, the Gucci yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I can't hey, afford that bread. I just, hey, I just hey. want to know which one of y'all got on the medium. Hey, hey, I, I, I'm rocking the medium right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm rocking the medium. But you know what, Clarence? I must say this, and I must be honest. It was sobering to watch the NFC East be a beast again. And for us to be a beast, it takes all the teams to blood in each other and beat on each other. And you're right. Eventually, we will figure it out. But by the time we figure Philadelphia out, uh, Hurts is only going to get better passing the ball. And actually, if you just throw it to number 11, A.J. Brown, good yeah. things will happen. All right, so what I'm saying is, when it comes to those hard times, if they didn't rehearse them, rehearse them, rehearse them, when it gets to December and it's time to make that play, what are you going to stop with Philadelphia? Are you going to stop the run with Jalen Hurts? Are you going to stop the run with Miles Sanders? Are you going to stop Dallas Goddard at the tight end from getting the first down? Are you going to stop A.J. Brown from going over top of you? Are you going to stop uh, Devontae Smith from running so damn fast that he goes uh, invisible? Are you trying to crown him? Are you crowning No, 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 no. I'm no, no. I'm telling you what I see. I'm telling you what I see. I'm telling you as a as, as I can't get to right now. No, no. If I continue, no. If as I continue to watch Philadelphia, I continue to see they are one of not if not the best team in the league. They are the team with the fewest holes. Like you ask me, what's wrong with the Bills? I say they can't run the ball when it counts. You can't keep running, Josh Allen. Right, you ask me, what's wrong with Kansas City? Sometimes they let people come back in the fourth, and sometimes the defense will will not show up. Right, when I talk about Philadelphia, I'm like, damn, I can't throw on them. I can't run on them. They'll run on me. Then they'll throw on me. Shit, they even got a kicker. All I'm saying is it's hard to beat a team that seemingly have no holes. The only holes they're going to have in the playoff is playoff experience from the quarterback. And Jalen Hurts going to have to get that on the job. He's going to have to learn that on the job. And let me say this, Clint. Go ahead, Claire. Go, Claire. That's mm-hmm. I mean, their passing game is not elite at this point. I mean, they're, no they're, need to be. Okay. Well, I'm just not. saying, you say having the holes, they don't uh, have an elite passing game. Well, I, guess what? Tell me an elite passing game that's won the Super Bowl. It, it, it's, it's, well, I mean, you say they have no holes. I'm just saying they, they have an RPO game, you know, and and, and, and that's what they do. I mean, they, they run a college passing game. But we'll, we'll see, again, will mm. that sustain itself? And I can use the Cowboys as an example. Last year, when the Cowboys got off to a hot start, Dak Prescott, MP candidate, they looked good starting five and one, six and one, or whatever. Team wow. adjusted. Team adjusted to Clarence, their scheme. Clarence, I'm just last, saying, team will adjust year, to your scheme. Hold on. Last year, when they got off to a hot start, they got off to a hot start the last two years, beating up on nobody. Yeah. When they, came to play, they couldn't do anything. But let me just say this. Beating up on I nobody. agree. <laughs> I agree with you. So, Everybody in the NFL makes adjustments, okay? And it's who makes the best adjustment. Who is healthy towards the end of the season? Who makes the best adjustments? Everything that you're saying about the Eagles, we can say about every single team in the league. You're going to have to try to adjust to this, try to adjust to that. They're going to get filming and all that. All I'm saying is, listen, I like Dallas's defense. Dallas had a good defense. They didn't force us to do anything that we hadn't done all year. We got out to a 20-point lead at halftime. 20, no, 23. We got out 20 to nothing. Nobody ever, we've done the same thing. We've had a big second quarter every single game. We have the, the, the biggest second quarter spread, I think, in history or something to that effect. You guys, <laughs> you guys didn't force us to do anything that we hadn't already done. Mm. We forced your quarterback to come into the game, mm. the backup quarterback with zero <laughs> interceptions in four Too or five bad. games. <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> we forced two bad with zero interceptions into three. Now, listen, you say that, listen, Ezekiel Elliott, yes, he ran the ball on the Eagles. When we played you guys for the past, we took the five man front out. Morris, no, no, don't get that. Don't get that prop. They pay that. They pay that running back sixty million dollars. They play that running back more than any running back in the league. And Clarence bragging about eighty one yards. <laughs> hey, my grandmama ran for eighty one yards in a wheelchair at a high school game the other day. Are you serious? Come on, man. <laughs> hey, and Claire, I appreciate you. They got running. back in the game. With the, that's all I'm saying is the running game helped them get back in the game from 20. To, it, it, act like you, Claire, you, you could have every, Everybody's got back into the game, No, The Cardinals could have tied the game in the fourth quarter. They should have tied the game if they, they were having a brain fart. So, so, so why y'all? That had nothing to do with the Eagles. That had to do with the count. Them having a brain fart. 
But what I'm saying is, why y'all trying to take a moral victory when everybody's done the same thing? No, no one's taking a moral victory. They just waiting okay. for December. They waiting for December. All I mean, no right, guys. December. Oh, okay. The okay. Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. Mm. Okay. Oh! In okay. Dallas. Mm. Cool. Well, okay. you tell what? You tell Cooper Rush we got a side job for him up here in the mall is <laughs> the mannequin. Oh, yeah. the mannequin. He, he probably been both Cooper, I don't feel like that, Cooper. Mm -hmm. He, he been both quarterbacks in Washington probably right now. Uh, oh, no, no. We Hey, listen. Last call for alcohol. Grab me a Heineken. We finna go on the ride. We finna go on the ride, baby. Well, listen, class. I know that you gotta hey, go because you got yes, yes. No problem, man. It's, it's yes. always fun. The fact hey, that please don't let Clarence go. You need to stay for thirty more minutes of this bludgeon we giving you. I can, I can stay all day if you need. That's not that's not a problem. But uh. Joe, I've never seen Joe Cena this quiet. I just want to let y'all know. Hey, let me say something. Let me say something. She's a little hurt. Every time the Eagles win, she gets a little hurt. So she can't take it. It's okay. We'll we'll let her we'll let her wallow in her feelings a little bit. She's just trying to speak out. I know what's coming every time the Eagles win, Clance. I know you're supposed to be doing some show or whatever that you had to do today. We appreciate you popping on. We'll see you back the next time the Cowboys win, maybe. If and we're gonna see we're gonna see if their defense has a letdown. We're gonna see if that goes out of the goes out of structure we'll see what happens hey no no all i want to do is send a message to cowboy nation you know what if you want to make real videos and you don't want your uh uh producer dancing all in the video come to death row come to commanders baby come over here we ain't got all that jerry john we ain't got all that a whole a whole mess look the cowboys got detroit next the eagles are on a bye so we definitely have to hear from uh morris after this week so we'll see if you you better beat that you better beat the lions clarence uh, they better beat the Lions. They should beat the Lions. Dak is oh, back. That was, Dak, that was, that was it's always day. been day. I'm an impartial reporter. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're an yeah. impartial reporter? I always have been. Oh, okay. All right. No, he, real. he's not. He's not impartial. He's not impartial. He's not impartial. I'm just gaslighting you guys right now. I'm just okay. All Okay, because I couldn't tell the last week when you was running down stats like you was Rain Man. I got to keep you balanced, okay? man. Thank you, Clarence. We'll see you next time, love. I'll see you guys. All right, Y'all are a mess. Okay, really quickly, I just want to get y'all's thoughts on Robbie Anderson being traded after – and we'll get into a little bit more of his tirade. I just want y'all to focus more so on your quick thoughts on Robbie Anderson being traded to the Cardinals in advance of Thursday Night Football, Saints playing the Cardinals on the same week D-Hop is back. Okay. All right. That was it. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. So are we talking about the Cardinals? Okay, yeah, yeah. Look. So let, let me, let I'm me let, I'm go. Let, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to let Fred go here because I always I do always like to hear the uh, 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 someone who's actually played the game, their perspective on it. And it gives me a lot of insight. Well, this is how it is. When you get this grown up diva wide receivers, you have to move them. It's it, it basically because now they're becoming an irritant in the locker room. So it's good for both sides. And let's be honest, uh, Kyler Murray ain't had nobody to throw to since the uh, Hopkins got suspended. So at the end of the day, with Brown go down, Marquise Brown going down, they needed a wide receiver. And with Hopkins coming back, and the one thing about Robert Anderson, anytime you turn on ESPN, he beating somebody deep for a yeah, touchdown. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he's one of them guys. He he got a lot of football left in him. But can you keep him happy when Marquise Brown is back and when Hopkins getting 70% of the balls? Can you keep that diva happy? Because we know how divas act when they're not getting their way, <clears throat> Joe Cena. But, you know, we know these things. <laughs> oh, well, let, me, let me ask you this, Fred. So from a player perspective, right? So yeah. he's coming in. Uh, we six games, seven games in. No training camp, no nothing. Yeah. Offenses are complicated, right? You got side adjustments. You learn a new terminology. If mm -hmm. you plan across, if you plan across, Robbie, are you really that concerned, or do you think that it's going to be a little bit, you know, it's going to be a little bit easier nah, than if you acclimated? First of all, he a veteran. Second of all, he's already played for like three, four teams with like five, six, seven different. Uh, playbooks. He didn't seen it and done it all. Like okay. he, that's why you get veterans. You bring guys, plug and play guys is what they call. Not a rookie. Don't need time to learn. He know the difference between a go rider, slant rider. He know a side adjust. He know everything. He know how to read cover three. He know how to read cover one, cover two. Uh, that's all he needs to know. And once they go out there and call the plays, of course the terminology is gonna be a little bit different on the plays. Like I said though, nothing he ain't never seen or heard. He'll be ready to go. And like I said, deep threat, deep yeah. threat. So, okay, so, and I agree with you. I think B-Hop coming back is going to be huge for Kyler Murray. But uh, there was something circulating on the internet 
there was a video circulating on the internet that when Kyler Murray ran in that touchdown against the Raiders, they were behind. They, he <laughs> ran that touchdown in the Raiders. No, none of the players came to celebrate with him. And so they're, they're, they're trying to suggest that, you know, he has a little bit of an issue with the attitude. When you, when you, combi when you combine that, I wonder, that's why I'm asking. When you combine that with the whole, you know, we have to put a clause in his contract to uh, to watch film, what do you think is going on? Without, being a former player in the locker, what do you think is going on there, if there is anything going on there? Man, it's hard to say. Uh, I just know this. Things get out when you want them to get out. You know, at the end of the day, usually you can keep stuff in house. And let's be honest, Kyler Murray is, what, 25, 24? And they just read it, read him up for 200? Yeah, you're, you're basically dealing with a kid. And that's the one thing about the quarterback position. They want grown-ups. They want you grown-up now. Like, and at the end of the day, we're getting – it's a new type of athlete. He's a gamer, like to play video games. He, he loves football. The question ain't does he love football. The question is does he do the proper things that quarterbacks have always done. Like, nobody will mistake Kyler Murray for Russell Wilson. Like, the one thing about Russell Wilson, he's a grown-up in a room. He's a politician. He's going to come in there, lie to you in your face, and make you believe. Oh, <laughs> right. I'm just saying that's what politicians do. But at mm -hmm. the end of the day, mm -hmm. he's a guy that, like I said, he's a different type of cat. And sometimes every player ain't for everybody. Mm. Well, listen, I, I wanted to say this about Robbie Anderson. First of all, he has been dealing with a whole bunch of different quarterbacks from Sam Darnold, P.J. Walker, Cam Newton, uh, Baker Mayfield or what have you. So he has been going through that. And and, and you do understand. And I don't know that I would sit there, sit up there and call him a diva. I've seen uh, uh, wide receivers who have definitely got more emotional outbursts. And, he just dropped. Know, he just cut this coach out and got yeah. traded six hours yeah. later. Like, this ain't his first outburst. Like, what do you have to be to be branded a diva? I a diva is somebody who steps outside the line. No, 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 no. Habitual line stepper, and that's what it is. He's a habitual line stepper. No, no, there was, some, there was some frustration. I don't know that having frustration with your coach makes you a D. I mean, if you if you think about all the quarterback changes and, and head coach changes and offensive coordinator Ooh. changes and them not winning, what I'm saying is you ain't no kid. It's making them situation. I will oh, say God. this, I, and I will say this. I think I am definitely interested in seeing what he does. I think he'll have a resurgence in in in, in Arizona because mm. because let's not forget what happened before Baker Mayfield got there in training camp. He was like, "No, we don't want Baker there." So I think he, there, there was a little something going on there. But yeah, but you know, he gets, he gets he gets a new start. With a team, you know, he was on a team that was he was on a sinking ship. Let's be honest. I mean, mm, you know, the, mm -hmm. the Carolina Panthers they were going nowhere fast. Now mm -hmm. Arizona, they're in a they're in a division right now that I think is pretty mediocre if you look at the records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it is. It is. And, so, and guess so what? And guess what? Let me tell you a non diva. All right, Terry McLaurin is a dude's dude. All right, you ain't heard Terry say nothing. He didn't have more quarterbacks than than what the the the, the Jets from here to uh, two thousand twenty. He didn't have all of it. Seen all of the bad stuff. All he do is come out and play. You don't you can't tell me that Robbie ain't no diva. You'd have seen him in in drama and drama and drama before. Yeah, he's a diva. Okay, but hold on, now, Fred. But hold on, now, Fred. Now, Fred. Now you have to be, admit though, most diva wide receivers can play, and if you if he's happy. He can produce, like you said. Hey, most time, people, time, most real live divas are dying pieces. They don't excuse their action. <laughs> they, don't, they don't excuse their action. Robbie like, Anderson oh, had over a thousand yards in 2020, and since I, then five ten and two oh six. But you know, I think, yeah, I, that, I, think yes. I think I think he'll I think he'll make a difference. I think Marquise going Marquise Brown going down. I think that's going to hurt them. But they get B Hop back. So they got you got B Hop who goes over the middle do do the uh, the the medium mm -hmm. the, inter, the intermediate routes, and you mm -hmm. got uh, Zach Ertz. Can do mm -hmm. the middle and the, you know all that stuff. I think mm -hmm. I think you might see a resurgence because now you got to worry about B Hop, Zach Ertz. Who, you know who's longer than two, but he can still you mean be effective. Uh, yeah, D Hop. Mm -hmm. I said mm -hmm. what I said. B Hop. Yeah, yeah. You name him Brian. So you got so you got so you got Brian Hopkins. You got you got you got D Hop and Zach Ertz that gonna take that that short to eat intermediate uh, attention. I think you're gonna see Robbie Anderson. I give him if he's healthy the rest of the season. I give him three touchdowns. No, no, I like no, I like Robbie Anderson as a baller. I love him. Like when I say he can get deep, six two, six three, can really move, can run. No, no, he'll play. He's he gonna do well in the number two slot. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to the huddle real quickly. Gonna talk still about Tom Brady and keep talking about Robbie Anderson. Mm -hmm. 
All right. So we were already talking about Robbie Anderson. So really quickly, I want to talk about, is there a difference between Tom Brady's tirade that he had, you know, chewing out the offensive linemen in comparison to what you were calling diva behavior, Fred Smoot, okay, with Robbie Anderson getting into it with wide receivers coach uh, Mr. Daly there. Is, is there a difference? Because it seems like, Obviously, after that exchange happened with Robbie Anderson and the wide receivers coach, he gets shipped off to Arizona. Tom Brady, we've seen these exchanges time and time again on the sideline. Do you see a difference in terms of the way that it's taken or not, Fred? Uh, of course I do. One guy is uh, Helmut Zemo, a regular villain in Marvel. Mm -hmm. And the other guy is Thanos. He got the Infinity Gauntlet with cell rings on it. <laughs> huh? So they're not treated the same as threat. Mm, All right. Mm, At the mm. end of the day, yes, Tom Brady went to a wedding of his granddaddy. Oh, All right. Yeah. Third wedding. All right. Mr. Crab, congratulations. Yes. All right. Never yes. stop. Yes. Always believe. Yes. All right. And yes. at the end of the day, yes, he came back because it's like, you earned it. I, you earn it. One has earned it, right? The other one has not. Okay, but Fred, but Fred, no, no, no. Okay. He, but he, but oh. hold on one second. Here, because you said that Tom Brady has earned it. However, the difference with the context, yes, we know he has seven rings, but the difference this week, and this is what we're also going to get into, is that Tom Brady this Friday evening flew to New York, as you mentioned, to go to Robert Kraft's wedding with da uh, to, uh, Dana Bloomberg. And then he was seen by Fox News uh, touching down in Pittsburgh uh, He uh, in, on Saturday afternoon. He ended up missing the walkthrough, did do the pregame meeting. So it's the context of yelling at the offensive lineman after you miss walkthrough Okay, and are allowed to go to a wedding. That yes. talking about why Mark, I think I heard Marcus so, Pierce talking about it this one. Why is there a wedding? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, more. Oh no, no, no! Listen, no, listen to the truth. Listen to the truth. The truth is this: you know what he was yelling at his office alive. Look here, fellas, I'm going through a divorce. Do you feel my pain? Right? He was he wasn't even talking about the game. Right? Listen, uh, uh, not, uh, not only is he to go. Mm -hmm. But we know what he's going through off the field. And mm -hmm. I know this as a person that went through it. When we're going through that personally, mm -hmm. we are not ourselves. We are not ourselves. So, it's so a he, dark so he could just time. wail on the offensive line? He could just well, wail on No, okay. he's a bad boy right now. We're watching the bad boy Brady pop his head up because now he's an outlaw. He can't go home. He can't play. The football ain't going well. It's mm -hmm. chaos everywhere. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, Morris. Right. Let me say, okay, so I agree with Fred. I agree with Fred. Brady has earned the right. He has earned the right to go to the wedding. He has earned the right to do all that stuff. But to your original question, Josina, mm. do you do I see a difference between him welling this year and in the previous year? Yeah, five hundred. <laughs> they five hundred right now. But every right. time he's yelling before, I don't recall Yo, them ever being five hundred when yeah. Tom Brady played every single game. They're three and so, three. They're three mm -hmm. and three right now. So mm -hmm. I think that's the big difference. All that stuff, all the, the Belichick and way and the, and the Tom Brady leadership and all, it makes a big difference when you ain't winning. Mm, when you ahead, ain't winning, all that stuff is a mm. whole lot different. That, mm. that lemonade tastes a lot more bitter when mm. you ain't got that sugar in it with a winning record. You and I don't hear saying? you calling uh, Tom Brady a diva friend. Oh, no. I just told you what he's going through. He's going through uh, mental distress with this divorce. Listen to me. You're talking about kids. You're talking about family. You're talking about New World. all of, And when players going through this, see, that's what people never like to bring up. Everybody likes to bring up our play because that's what y'all judge us by. Do we play well? Do we give me fantasy points? Y'all not worrying about the divorce we going through or not being there for our kids enough because we put so much to work. We ain't worried about that. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. Y'all are heartless. Y'all are Hardly people being, and all y'all want to do is be entertained. That's anyways, it. Anyways, anyways. Y'all are well, gladiators. Y'all are gladiators. Well, uh, listen. Are but gladiators. we gladiators with feelings. I know. I, I know that. I know that. But, see, but, but, like but also, I think we should add this context in because Tom Brady, this is what he was caught on uh, camera saying. He said, quote, to his offensive lineman, you're so much better than the way that we're uh, expletive playing. Uh, some of the other audio was inaudible. And in the post-game uh, news conference, he did say we all got to do a better job. So he did say I'm not, Look, I'm not mad at Tom yelling, trying to rally up the team, mm -hmm. trying to get him fired up. I, I think that's what you're mm -hmm. supposed to do as a leader mm -hmm. on the team. Mm -hmm. You know, I, there's nothing wrong with that to me. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. if, 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 you know, they grown, they grown, uh, grown mm -hmm. special human beings to be able to play that game at that level. 
you mm. know, and that not mm. they may not all be mature, but sometimes you need a little bit of leadership. I'm not mad at him going in on them like that. We wouldn't be mad if LeBron did something similar. I'm a Lakers fan, and hey, I'm not looking forward to this season. I ain't really looking good right. for it. Well, the question right. is not really right. about if you're mad right. at Tom Brady. The question is, is there a difference between how they were both? Yes, it's always a difference. It's always a different yeah. quarterbacks uh, are CEOs. Quarterbacks are not football players. They are entities. They are CEOs, and they are never like us, and they never get treated like regular unleaded gas. They are premium. You only put that in luxury cars. Mm, mm-hmm. right. All right, well, let's move right. on to final takes because more has got to get out of here. All right, quickly, before I ask you guys, what is the game of the week? Smoot, I have a question for you, Morris. You can Uh-oh. jump in. I, I got to okay. ask you, okay. which one, uh, Fred, do you have a bigger problem with? Do you have a bigger problem with rapper Cameron shouting out or shooting his shot, rather, for Nia Long and her DM sharing some letter to her on IG while she's still engaged to Ima Udoka, okay? Or do you have a bigger problem with Soldier Boy paying someone $1,000 to be his sandwich holder? Uh, yeah, so this is what I'm talking about right here. <laughs> uh, first of all, first of all, no, I don't care about what Soldier Boy do. All right, first rapper to do nothing. All right, next, uh, I want to talk about Cameron shooting his shot at me alone. Listen to me. The one thing about social media, everybody is vulnerable on social media. The one thing about grandma and why she never cheated, the only person that had access to grandma was the neighbor, the milkman, and the mailman. If she was gonna cheat, it was gonna be with one of them. Now, your girl, the world has access to your girl and we see you go through drama everybody shooting in them dms are you okay i understand what you're going through cameron is still engaged trying to work it out according to social media Ain't no such thing as still engaged when you've been accused of cheating and got suspended for a year. (laughs) So at the end of the day, the harm has been done. And the one thing out, when the grass cut low, the snakes will show. (laughs) <laughs> I'm seeing I'm, I'm seeing that Morris doesn't look like he has a comment on this. So we're going <laughs> to say this. Yeah, I'm yeah, going to say this. I mean, Nia's my girl. She's a personal friend. You yeah. know, I think that, you know, only I mean, it's a personal thing. I think he needs to let it go. I mean, you know, let her deal with what she's dealing with. Because trust me, I mean, she's near long. I mean, Kat's been shooting her shot. I don't care if she was married or not. Yeah. They've been shooting her shot. I've been knowing Nia for 30 years. Uh-huh. Catch yeah. everybody shoots their <laughs> shot at Nia Long at every mm-hmm. given time. So she knows how to handle it. You know, uh, my sis, well, she knows she trust me, she yeah. know how to handle it. She can well, she put she can put people in their place. So I'm not even worried about that. I just worry. wish at this time he could just pull back and let that I don't know why cats feel like they should shoot <laughs> their shot when a woman and female is going through something. I know now, you know it, why it's called the it's called the uh the bar syndrome. You know how guys go to the bar and they're looking for the girl that's recently broke up? Because right, the right, girl right. that's recently broke up is prone to make men. She's like, susceptible. She's vulnerable. Yeah, it, she's yeah, vulnerable. She's vulnerable oh, and she's going to be outside of herself at the time. So yeah. now she's going to be like, I'm getting him back. But the dude don't even care the reason that she, she's dealing with him. Well, well let me tell you something. I, and look, hey, I, I admire any brother who can, who has the courage to do that. I, I, you know, I, even if she was single, I don't know if I don't know if that's if he if he's the one. That's all I'm gonna say. Hey, he should have just sent the carrier pigeon with a with a letter on his foot. <laughs> well, hey, listen. All I have to say is Cameron shouldn't be in the DS. He should be respecting the situation, but he could also be doing old. it for publicity. He could be doing but, uh, it for publicity. He could so. be, and a lot of yeah. people, a lot of people up in the DS. Okay, so let's move on. Best game of the week, this guys. You know, uh, Morris, you had what you had to say, and I just wanted to say last week, all, both of y'all was wrong. Oh, I think actually, no, Fred was right. The game of the week was the Chiefs and the Bills. Yeah, yeah the game of the Cowboys and the Eagles wasn't. It, was it didn't end up being like that. So Fred was right. This week, what's the game of the week? What was hey, what was the most viewed game of the week? Uh, I mean, uh, come on, the Cowboys! Oh, come oh, on, okay, man! Don't don't do that. One game. Nobody, hey, nobody would rather see Cooper Rush versus Jalen Hurts right. other right. than Patrick Mahomes and right. Josh Allen. You're right. You're right. Okay, You're right. so here's Straight some up. of your You're choices: right. Chiefs uh, at San Francisco. You also have uh, Tampa at uh carolina probably not that green bay at washington you know these are some good games this week so i don't know what y'all talking you about said there week. are some good games this week and i said these aren't good games you know no. lions at oh, dallas oh, it's at, too early in the season Falcons to say what Bengals. is a good game 
Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, what are y'all looking forward to? Is there anything you're looking forward to your party? I'm, I'm looking forward to two things. I'm looking mm -hmm. forward. I would like to see Kansas City, how they rebound. Because San Francisco is coming off a loss. See how they rebound. I, feel, I think it's a game that they felt they should have won. So you have two teams. I always like to see two teams that, you know, that, that felt like they should, two good teams that felt like they should have won the previous week, how they do against, you know, the, 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 the next week. And I also want to see what Dallas does against Arizona. I mean, because people just think that Dak is the savior. I I personally think that mm, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little curious to see if the defense is going to slack off a little bit. I felt that they stepped up and mm, uh, when Dak mm. was out. And, you know, Dak is a much better quarterback than Cooper Rush. I think that Cooper Rush was a paint by numbers. He goes, okay, let me just get in here and not mess up and be very safe. Dak is a better quarterback. He'll go out of the structure of the offense a little bit more. I want to see if that affects the team. No, we no, no. win like no. four or five hey, games. No, Cooper Rush no, won like four no, five no, games. No, 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 no. I want to see the commanders of Washington versus the Packers of Green Bay. I want to see Aaron Rodgers bring him and his rotten cheese band to, to the nation's capital and get beat. To death, because one thing I know about Heineken, he, he brings the energy to this team, and, and that's taking nothing away from Carson Wentz. And for four games, five games, six games, he can do that in a season. And don't act like he ain't been in this offense for, for three years. And the one thing we're gonna get better at is third down with him in the game. He can make the small plays, like small plays. The one thing about backup quarterbacks is they play within the structure of the offense a little bit more. Now, he can improvise a little bit. He runs yeah. a little bit. But the, yeah. the starting quarterback, he'll tend to make some calls on his own, go outside yeah. the structure. So I think I, – I agree with Fred. I think Heineke will be an improvement upon Carson uh, uh, above Carson Wentz. All right, well, really quickly before we go out, uh, there's a tweet here that's saying the commanders are disputing that D.C. Attorney General Carr Racine plans to take action against uh, the team. So we'll see what happens because, Fred, your team, one thing we do know, you're always in the headlines. Last thing we heard is that you, uh, there's a, a allegation from ESPN with that report that Daniel Snyder is hiding, hiring private investigators oh, to stop all that information slander. on Jerry stop Jones that, and all these Stop owners. that slander. We don't do slander I'm on this saying. show. Right, we don't do slander <laughs> on this show. Listen, we got the biggest, we got the longest running reality show of all time, and it's called Pro Sports. And right now, you can tune in to As the World Turns Washington Edition, and it's a pretty good damn show. Yes, we got drama. Yes, we got skeptics. Yeah, we got all kinds of little hilly tidbits. And all we are is a microcosm of a big world order and what the NFL and pros do all the time. You can oh, you can look into anybody company. The Eagles ain't clean. The, the Cowboys ain't clean. Come on. Jerry Jones got a daughter here 25 years old. And on that note, look, we, we appreciate Sauce Gardner also putting the cheese on his head after the uh, Jets beat the uh, uh, the Packers. I did appreciate that. But for Fred cheese yes. of Green Bay. Yes, please. For Morris Chestnut, for Fred Smooth, I'm Josina Anderson, and we are out. <laughs> <laughs>